Doug and Marty versus the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and EasyTVSpots.com. Round one, go. You know, um, whenever Apple gets in trouble, brother, that's a that's serious because you know Apple's unhackable. I guess. Anyway, this is Doug Bassler. This is Marty McLennan. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. And as far as Apple goes, wasn't it because most of the business apps were made for like IBM and Microsoft Windows and stuff? They had more viruses so that the Apple was less virus prone because there was less. But now there's many more apps available for the Apple um, sort of like platform, if you will. So uh, why are they in trouble, brother? I I didn't hear the story. So, uh, yeah, it just came out on Friday that Apple is uh, urging everyone to change their security settings. Their their new update is a serious uh, application hack that allows people to get full administrative access to your iPhone. So, brother, change your password. Wow. Change your settings. (laughs) I don't know. Or look it up and try to do the right thing. You know, If Apple can be hacked, brother, mm. do you think these crappy computers at Washington State elections might also be sort of hackable? I'm just saying, inconceivable, brother. Inconceivable. No, the most, the most, um, absolutely, incredibly secure election of all time. I took an, an a, a literal uh, dementia patient and put him in the White House. He's yep. probably going to be gone soon. You know that, right? I mean, he's not he, the the signing this last week of the of the Inflation Enhancement Reduction, whatever it is, Act. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the dude's not even there. So, and so he's going to be gone you. soon, and then we're yeah. going to be dealing with probably the most. You know, if there could be a higher level of ineptness coming from Kamala Harris. I, it's probably going to happen. Yeah, Lord help us. Uh, and we're not being facetious here. Honestly, that's a chain of command. Um, she didn't even make a 1% uh, with Democrats across America when she ran for president. Um, she's done nothing but make things worse and try to stay out of Joe Biden's way since she's been the vice president. Uh, in the unlikely or a likely event, as Doug's saying, uh, that she becomes the president for the remainder of this term, um, I'm scared and I'm not scared because God's with us still, but, um, what a, the, the left will trump with this as some kind of celebration. The first woman president, they'll talk about, you know, uh, her color and her, her focus and whatever, uh, the, the best we could hope for brother at that point in time is a red wave to hold things in check financially and, uh, morally and so forth. So she can't do anything and for them to be so distracted that she actually doesn't do any harm. And then for 2024 to come, for Trump to come back. What do you think, brother? Yeah, I mean, from your mouth to God's ears, brother. (laughs) So, you you know, uh, the the secret is going to be to flip the House, flip the Senate in this coming November's midterm election. This is important. Every Christian register to vote. If you're not registered to vote, every Christian return your ballot. Well, they cheat. Yes, they cheat. But if we overwhelm them, they can't cheat that much and god himself can do miracles and i think he wants to yes i was reading in isaiah chapter 49 this very morning that he's doing something from the north and the west and i'm like man we are in the bible 
And so let's not count out Washington. Let's not count out Oregon. Let's not count out Idaho, right? The Pacific Northwest. We can do something if we'll show up. You know, I love that. What Glenn Morgan always says, brother, the future belongs to those that show up. That's like, right. let's just show up, people. Let's just show up. Mitch McConnell, brother. Have you heard on, about this? On. Have you no, heard about Mitch heard McConnell? Him. No, what? Oh, brother. He's so Mitch McConnell. If there's the establishment politician that we can point to, at least on our side, it's right. this guy. He came out on Friday and said the the Republicans have a lukewarm chance of flipping the Senate. You know how many seats we need in the Senate, brother? Uh, one, 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 if we could just get Tiffany elected people. Exactly. Right. Come on. You know, that is, but then again, he's like, for it. He doesn't want it. He He, loves Biden. He's been in the majority before and did nothing, did nothing, did nothing. This, this is the swamp as we're talking about, as we're, as we're seeing across this nation, like eight out of the 10 Republicans that voted to impeach Trump are no longer employed. They've been voted out of office. So I come bye this, bye Liz Cheney. Yep. D- December Cheney's gone, you know, bye bye Jamie Herrera Butler. Hopefully Kissinger Kingsinger's gone soon. Who knows? Kissinger. But, now that's yeah, you're showing yeah. your age. Bro. No, 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 not Kissinger, <laughs> but I can't say it. Adam was Adam K. Yes. So, but you mentioned before we go too far, you met this law that was signed into um, effect by Joe Biden that was passed by the Democrats that was made a deal with Joe Manchin and uh, Kristen Sinema, this uh, uh, Inflation and Reduction Act, which we know they use titles that don't mean anything about or what the bill actually does, right? Uh, exactly right. Um, the numbers on this are atrocious. Um, the uh, the congresswoman from Texas, um, Maya Flores, said that it's a $52 billion tax increase on small businesses. Um, it's a $72 billion tax increase on seniors, retirement, and 401ks. And lastly, but not least, anybody in a household making less than $200,000 is a tax increase of $17 billion. So all the stuff, so you have more spending, 87,000 new IRS agents. You have all this this sort of pork and yeah, barrel. we need to circle back to that one, brother. Yeah, but, yeah, but right going. there, we've got, um, what's we that? Got energy there. taxes, yeah. taxes on coal, taxes on natural gas. Guess what? Washington State, we're all hydroelectric, right? Wrong, Mm-mm. wrong-o as Jim Carrey would say, um, we are 68% hydroelectric. We are 32% coal and natural mm-hmm. gas. So what's that going to do our electric bills, brother? I was going to go through the roof. Sure. Um, I will tell you but this. But buy a you Tesla know. because, you you know. Right. You can afford it, right? 60 to 100 grand for a Tesla versus increased bills. I've already seen our electric bill go up. I've seen our um, water bill go up because – all of your local retailers buy their electricity, their energy from someone else, like Bonneville Power or whatever, who gets it from, you know, so it's it's still a market for power. And when it's, it's more scarce or there's less of it, prices of it go up. And who pays for it? The consumer at the end of the line. The I got a great the- idea, brother. Let's take out some of our dams. Uh, yeah. That'll even help it more, right? <laughs> Which is what ends the Yeah. <clears throat> We're all environmentalists now, you know. Now, th- this stuff, this stuff is 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 mattering now, right? You're seeing mm-hmm. it. We're seeing it in our electric bills now. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it at the gas pump for sure. You know, I was thinking about this. 
So they've managed to get gas prices down 10%, 50 cents a gallon, right? From mm-hmm. five bucks down to average of 450 now. And um, and they were able to slow inflation. The government was able to, to, to slow inflation. And so um, what does that prove? It proves that they actually can do something, right? But the mm-hmm. problem is if we let them stay in power, they will just, you know, what's it going to be after November? Six dollars, seven, eight, seven, ten, eight, whatever. Right. Because they have already shown their hand. They want us out of our cars. They don't want us to have the freedom of mobility. Right. They certainly don't want us to have the freedom of speech. Right. We saw that with Mar-a-Lago mm-hmm. and with all these uh, Trump supporters being, you know, perp walked and, and shackled and chased out on vacation, their phones taken. I mean, we are seeing the police state in all of its glory, and they're they're starting with the top guy, right? They're starting with somebody big and powerful like Donald Trump, so that they mm-hmm. can send a message to to Marty and Doug, "Hey, we're coming mm-hmm. after you." Anytime if they come after to. Donald Trump, then oh, I better not do something, right? I better not speak out, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who so, am I? And then you yeah. mentioned earlier eighty-seven thousand IRS agents, but they're not just any IRS agents, brother. They're mm-hmm. armed. Yes. With with firearms. And they are in their in their recruitment. They're asking you to have. Are you willing to use deadly force? When has an IRS agent ever used deadly force, brother? We've used the uh, the terminology or the verbiage for a couple of years now about weaponizing these federal agencies. And we saw the weaponization of the IRS in, during the Obama administration. We talked about that extensively. This is literally taking the next level where they are actually equipping them with military with weapons with arms, you know, uh, and training them to use deadly force if necessary to collect, if you will. This is a tyrannical government with a uh, They would be bigger force. than the FBI. They would be yeah. bigger than the Secret Service. They'd be bigger than Homeland Security. And their sole and purpose. What, and what do they have? What are the yeah. power they have? They have the power to shut off your money yes. with no due process. Like, we're yeah. going to shut you off, and then you prove that you shouldn't be. You're guilty until proven innocent, right? Yeah, it's yep. really unconstitutional. You go through the here. ringer, uh, attorneys and whatever, but you have no rights with the IRS. The IRS is not a government agency. We don't elect them. And yet they're a pseudo government, if you will. And so now they're given all this power and this money um, to enforce whatever it is they choose to enforce. They can. We've seen the unequal enforcement of the law when it comes to at the DOJ level from Merrick Garland from everywhere else where no look look we that that's a falsehood that's false information that's that's fake news we've seen them the way they've gone after Hunter the way they've gone after Hillary <laughs> it's equal protect equal application no one's above the law yeah Doug is sarcastic of course we know this that there's two sets of justices Yes. Where Hillary Clinton's um, emails, 33,000 emails. Unequal um, justice is not justice. No, it's not. Uh, and it got, very clear in Bible. Un- unequal scales is against God. God hates that. It's an abomination. Uh, we, yeah. It's abomination. Yeah. And of course, in our society, we all know it's wrong. Uh, and it's time to do something about it. And you said earlier about showing up. This, this is really, really important about our faith. All throughout Scripture, God says it's the faith of a mustard seed, right? It's all we need. It's exercising that faith. It said faith moves God's hand, meaning he responds to our faith in him. We trust him. We pray for him. But part of that faith is stepping out, getting registered to vote, casting a ballot, getting informed. All those things are moves of faith, asking God to intervene in this nation. So to Doug's point, whenever the Christian church, 
the broad Christian church across America shows up politically, we have landslide victories. What I want to see is not just a landslide victory because the Christians showed up, but I want the, the rest of the Christians, the other 50% that don't show up, to take an interest, to pray, to get registered, to be led by the Holy Spirit and to cast a vote, to send not just a message about this election, but to change elections going forward forever, that they have to come to the body of Christ to say, we want to pass this and it doesn't line up with the word of God, then it doesn't get passed. I'm just saying, I'm saying we need to be much more bolder, a much bigger turnout because they were surprised in 2016 with Donald Trump. Let them be shocked at the wave of Christians that engage uh, in make, taking this country back for God. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we can do this, you know, that's the thing that I feel like the Lord is really saying right now is that he is ready to save America. He's ready to save Washington state. He's ready to save Seattle. You know, I mean, I actually kind of had an argument. Uh, I, I, you know, I may have had a, uh, um, uh, you know, disagreement with the Lord, like, like Seattle, you want Seattle. And he's like, I want Seattle. I love Seattle. And, you know, I remember when I moved to Seattle in, you know, 2002, 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. and we were so excited to live here. We were like, man, we would ride the monorail. We would go down to the, the, the Westlake mall there. And we would go to, you know, the, the waterfront and we would walk around downtown. And it was just like, you know, they'd have the Christmas parade for, for uh, uh, Macy's and all this stuff. Right. And Seattle was like this amazing, like, Emerald city, man, this, this beautiful place. It was like going Mm -hmm. to the land of Oz. Right. And you can't go down there today. You can't take your kids down there. It's the land of plywood and spray paint and, and blue tarps and, and REI tents and, and panhandling and, and crime through the roof, dude, 46% increase in homicides, dude. That means people are dying. Look Mm -hmm. at the increase in fentanyl deaths. This is a this is a red alert, five alarm fire. Let's show up, people. We've mm-hmm. got to show up because Seattle is they're they're uh Seattle is done. Mm-hmm. You know, I had in my race in the primary race, I had a um I had a uh interesting uh socialist, democrat socialist uh contender. Now in 2018, the Democrat socialist kicked me out of the general, and we had these two. You know, we had the Democrat incumbent and this Democrat socialist in 2018 in the race. Uh, I wasn't even worried this year. You know why, brother? Because Seattle is done. Mm -hmm. They're like, this ain't working. You know, my kids are not little transvestites. My kids are not subject to, um, you know, you're an oppressor and you're, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're a victim and all this stuff that's going on you know, we've got to say no to this. Mm -hmm. And there's only one way we can say no right now. And that's the ballot box. If it's, if it's not the ballot box, then something worse is going to come because Americans shall be free, brother. They will be free. What's the old scene? Our rights are in three boxes, the ballot box, the, the, uh, animal box and the jury box. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, uh, we really do have to stand up here before it goes to the second box, if you will. And you're right about Seattle. It, it, it's the memory of Seattle and how gorgeous it was and, and the beauty of the area and all this stuff. It has so much potential in Seattle and the Washington State area. And it can come back. But it was sold to us 
as compassionate to allow people to shoot up in the street. It was sold to us as we were dispassionate or uncaring if we didn't give them places to do so, you know, and then we're seeing the damn, it was dispassionate to actually enforce the law and put, get people help in prison or in jail. And we've seen that that's all a lie and literally a lie from the pits of hell. If you ask me, because we've seen the devastation of the people that was supposed to help the devastation of the, of the people that were, were told they weren't caring enough and the devastation that even of those that, that put the laws in place, you're right. It is done, but we've seen the ramifications even outside of it. You saw the article just the other day where Tacoma is the most dangerous place to live. <laughs> you know, it, like, it was like this major, one of the top but dangerous places in the, in the nation right now, with uh, homicides and car thefts and that kind of stuff. And then I'm like, wow, that's 30 miles away. And you think about the outflow of it, which leads me to, we still have this, I, I call it a disease where people start rejecting, first of all, God and family. And then the, the, this woke agenda where they uh, silence anybody that has an opposing uh, opinion, which we've talked about for years. But you saw uh, over there, it was Minneapolis, the Minneapolis Teachers Union. They redid their, um, their, basically their agreement with the school boards and school district about their pay, you know, their every so many years and so forth. And, and within their agreement, Doug, um, they agreed mutually that if shortages come or layoffs came, they would lay off white teachers before they would lay off anybody else regardless of seniority. And so you, this insanity, if you will, uh, is, is, has spread. And it, for I us, just want to make yeah. a, make a comment. I'm going to enter, I'm going to interject yeah. here. Uh, that's racism, brother. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's, uh -huh. that's big, making it a hiring decision based on race. That mm -hmm. would be against, uh, the title, the various titles. Exactly code. right. And yet, yeah, brother. Um, so they have this agreement. Obviously, it's it's I'd be like suing like crazy, bro. Exactly I'd like, right. I'd be like, I'm gonna get rich. But that's the danger of these ideas like that that can't be challenged. When you start telling people that you that you're an oppressor or or you you have some kind of privilege or whatever, and you can't challenge the argument with sound reasoning, you're shut down, you're called names, whatever, it leads to stuff like this that should never be in place that goes flies in the face of what you say you're trying to do. Um, crazy stuff, bro. Yeah. Well, um, these things are, um, all coming to a head. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's still a, a large, um, question mark over the Mar-a-Lago raid, which we discussed on last week's program. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, uh, I was very, um, interested. I'd forgotten that Tucker Carlson had been on, um, you know, vacation the week of the Mar-a-Lago raid, but uh, I do have an, a subscription to their, their streaming service. So I went back and watched, I'd forgotten about it. And I, like Tuesday, I went back and watched the Monday uh, Tucker monologue. Oh my gosh. He's like, this is obviously power. This yeah. is a message that, that we're sending. And so all of these things are message. If you're white, you better shut up. If you're, if you have a Christian values, you'd better be quiet. You know, I'm, I'm reading Sean Foyt's new book called bold. I highly recommend it to anyone uh, that's interested in just, you know, a good insight into this guy, because uh, he is actually going to be here tonight in Seattle at uh, Snohomish. There's a little, little airport. So if you're in the Seattle area and you want to see Sean Foyt tonight, Saturday night, you can uh, see him. And I'm planning on going up there and meet Art Cody up there and some others. But um, he he what I loved about the book, and I'm just a couple of chapters in, is he recaps 
2020. See, we forget that that they did these emergency things, that they called the church non-essential. Right. Yet they opened up the marijuana dispensaries, the abortion clinics, the strip clubs, the casinos were still open, right? Mm-hmm. Because because of the uh, Native American uh, votes and things like that. They would they would arrest a surfer, you know, on the ocean all by himself out of, you know, uh, Malibu Beach in California. Right. right. Because why? Because of power, because they can, because they thought they could get away with it. And see, these things were all tests. Now, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people said, oh, this is dress rehearsals. Well, if it's dress rehearsals, we better push back because they're saying, look at what we've done and look what they did. They right. complied. But Jay Inslee when- himself said, they've given me their consent by their compliance. Exactly Washington right. state brother yep. is still in a state of emergency. Yep. Now like they're, they've lightened up a few things. Mm-hmm. He's lightened up a few little this and that, but we're still under the state of emergency. You think and about I what, warned think about Washington what you just said. that. We yeah. warned Washington we about did. that. We did. But think about what you just said. He's lightened up things, meaning he's we're still retaining the power because they like the power. The idea that the dictator or the governor in this case will allow us to do things or change things at his whim, that shows that there's too much power in one person's hand. The legislature should be making choices, decisions. The healthcare, we should be making them individually as well, which is what the CDC has come around to, but right there. The reason he hasn't released the power is he can let it go and he can tighten it back up again. All right. Um, and guess when it gets tightened up on November 9th yep. of this year. So our election day is November 8th. They keep everything cool to then because that's when we can still cast a vote. November 9th, we lock back down. There's a huge problem. You know, monkeypox. You're not hearing a lot about monkeypox because everybody figured out it was a sexually transmitted disease primarily affecting the homosexual community. Right. So they backed up off of that. All of a sudden, we're not hearing about the monkeypox, but they were trying it. Remember, they were mm-hmm. trying, trying it. it again. How far will we go? Well, I think Americans are finally saying that we are um, we are um, going no farther, that we are done. And yes. uh, and and some people are still wearing masks, brother. I'm seeing them. I see them at the lakes, at the rivers. I, I see them driving around their cars all by themselves with masks on. So I, I, <clears throat> they've done a I good will, job of brainwashing. Two yes. two years of brainwashing. I was going to say the exact same thing, that you have to give some of them a small break uh, for two and a half years of constant uh, fear-mongering across every media channel, except for ours, of course, and other conservatives, but uh, telling them that you must be fearful. They must be afraid. They must be, you know, wear a mask. They don't wear a mask. They're not being a good citizen. If they don't wear a mask, they'll get sick and they'll get COVID. So, um, but there's a point where they have to go, hey, I've been lied to. I'm mad about this. I'm not going to do this. Did you see on that note? I'm glad that's a great segue to, did you see the story about in um, Illinois, right? The, there is a group of healthcare workers that were denied religious exemptions. You know, we have many of our friends were denied religious exemptions in Washington state, many of our state trooper friends and so forth, right? Well, 13 workers did a class action suit against North shore university health system in Illinois, and they won $10.3 million. Now, it affected 500 of their employees, so it spread out over 500 employees, so they didn't get much per person, but it's the first of its kind in the nation where employees said, hey, you didn't have the right to deny me this religious exemption, and you're going to pay. And so I'm sure there's going to be more in the future. I'm hoping to see those lawsuits in Washington, brother. I'm telling you, um, they overreach. We've got to push back hard. 
That is, it's amazing news. And I had not seen that. And so I am extremely happy to see that. That is amazing. And thank God for the people that are willing to stand up. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's about 20,000 a piece. So that's not that much. Yeah. Take out lawyers. I figured about 13, but still. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I'd take the 10 grand, whatever. Right. You know, even even if the lawyers get half, but it's the punish them and it's the precedent. And then now we can do it again Mm -hmm. and again and again. And if, uh, you know, uh, one of the things that I've been um, hearing a lot from people that I like to listen to, like I like, I like to listen to Dutch sheets, give him 15 Um, his brother, Tim over at Oasis uh, Christmas center has been doing a lot of stuff too. And uh, Kent Christmas and some different people like that. And, you know, prophetic voices, but people that are engaged in culture in the Christian church. And one of the things that really came out over the last couple of weeks is this whole big old party that Belshazzar had. And this hand comes in and, and that we, we even say it today, the writings on the wall. And I think this is another example of the writings on the wall, the constitution, the difference between the U S constitution and other constitutions that are out there. For example, Mark Levin last week on his program was reading from the Soviet constitution of the 1930s, the Stalin constitution. And it was great. You had the right of freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, free healthcare, free education, all that kind of stuff. But Mark says it meant nothing because the reality was you didn't have any of that stuff. It was just a parchment promise is what our founders called it. Wow. The United States constitution is only going to have power if we exercise it. But what these healthcare workers proved is if you'll fight, you'll win. And so we need, you know, this idea of freedom of speech means nothing if you don't talk. This, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're afraid of cancel culture or whatever, if you are afraid for any reason of anything except God, you're, you're off base, you're losing it. Well, I got to feed my kids. Well, you know what Jesus said? He said, mm-hmm. consider the birds. <laughs> they don't toil. They don't reap. God feeds them. And will he much more feed you? Oh, you of little faith. Little faith, right? right? Consider mm-hmm. the lilies. They don't spin. They don't sow. God clothes them better than Solomon was clothed. And will he much more clothe you? Right? So where, what, mm-hmm. what are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? All this kind of stuff. Do we dare trust God? Do we dare step out in faith? Do we believe the Bible is true, brother? Do you believe it's true or not? And what I've seen in in uh, the last couple of years, two and a half years about, um, I would say since March 2020, mm-hmm. um, is the people that have stepped out and have had faith, God's been there every time. It wasn't easy, but it was always worth it. And there's come a greater blessing. I've heard testimony after testimony of people that lost their their job and they're doing way better now. It was like God moved them into a better situation. And, you know, I believe that uh, he rewards courage. And you know what? And I think I've said this before, but in Revelation, uh, I believe chapter mm-hmm. 20, 21, he's talking about all these, you know, murderers and adulterers and homosexuals, all these going into the lake of fire. But the first one in is coward. The cowards and the unbelieving are the first ones in. So I want to challenge you, Mr. and Mrs. Listener, young, old, rich, poor, slave, and free. Do you believe or not? Right. And if you do believe, then act it. Do it. 
Don't be afraid. You know, this morning I was taking the garbage out because I have one job on this dumb ship and that's it. <laughs> My wife says, you At have home, one right. job. You're right. And out there next to the garbage can was a stick that was laying next to the garbage can, brother. And you know what that stick was? What's that? That stick was the one that I got hit in the ribs with by a homeless guy a few weeks ago out on the street preaching the gospel, feeding the feeding the homeless, kind of bruised, wow. my, bruised my side. And, um, and you know, I, I, I brought it home. I don't know why, but I just kind of tossed it out by the garbage can over there right. this morning. And the Lord pointed it out to me like, that's a badge of honor. That's a badge of honor when you're wow. willing to go out and get hurt. Right. You're willing to go out and put yourself out there and trust. And I like pray. I like, I'm on my way, you know, I'm on my way to feed the homeless. I'll be like, Lord, I need security. Can you like send some right. angels or whatever? Cause you know, you're at risk, right? This is at risk. Yep. But you know what? The Lord loves it. He loves that open air ministry, brother. He loves it. When I get that guitar and crank it up, play my Telecaster and do, I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies, you know, Nice. and nice. just go, go for it. And I played the, I played that great Christian hit from back in the 1990. I think it was uh, by that Christian artist, Tom Petty. I won't back down. <laughs> Damn me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. Right. And that's right. what we just got to be. You know, we can't, we can't let the constitution become a parchment promise. It has to be an in fact promise. Mm -hmm. And you and I saw that when we, when we stood toe to toe with state patrol, state capital, we saw what it means to suffer, to be humiliated, to be manipulated, all these different things. But you know what? We showed up and we won that one too. Mm -hmm. So um, let's fight. Let's do this, people. We can do it. You can do it. Get together with others, but be willing to even stand alone if you have to. And just say, no, I'm not going to be intimidated by you. I'll tell you what, that's how. I love listening to Art Pulaski, but Art mm -hmm. Pulaski talks about, he's the Canadian pastor that they jailed him and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. But he's still, man, he's still got a mouth on him. He ain't shutting down for nothing. But he reminded everybody that Poland had been under the Soviet heel for years. And then Lech Walesa and all these guys came out and they had the solidarity and all this that stuff. But when the Poles realized, hey, there's like 80 million of us and there's like 10,000 of them. Exactly. I think we can take them. Right. <laughs> and once they did that, it was over. Communism in Poland was over. And I've heard a I've heard a word uh this week that said look to Poland. I think something's going to come out of Poland. Um it was a word that uh uh what's his name um Chris uh Chris Reed at Morningstar gave on New Year's Eve this last year was look to Poland. And I think we're going to see something come out of Poland through this whole Ukraine thing and all the mm -hmm. stuff that's going on. We're not talking a lot about Ukraine. We don't they keep flushing money into it. Hey, billions of dollars into it. And you're like, okay. Um, so there's a lot of corruption in Ukraine beforehand. We have this tie-in with Biden. now, and, brother. Yeah, Hunter Biden in there as well. Russia's there with the things of labs in there. There's a lot of stuff that we're not seeing there that we need to. And it's funny, I'm going to bring up a story. Remember just a few, like a month ago, we had this deadly shooting in the school in Texas, New Uvalde. Right. Then the video comes out where the cops didn't do anything. They were in the hallway. They actually stopped other cops from going in for like 50 minutes while, while kids are getting shot. Right. So this was the whole thing was a big stunt in many ways for Beto O'Rourke to do a grandstanding thing about guns and about the trying to pass legislation at the federal level to ban these um, 
not only ghost guns, but like, you know, semi-automatic weapons and, and, you know, military style, whatever. Two stories this week, brother, it came out that um, this is the pushback. We're seeing what we've been talking about for years. Um, the first story was Texas, there's a school district in Texas, um, armed their teachers, had school resource officers and posted signs that we are armed and we will defend ourselves and our children and the kids here. Um, so it's just a warning, right? Instead of a gun-free zone, it's like we're armed and we're going to use them if we have to. And then Florida follows suit at a school district in Florida that has placed someone who has the training first, an AR-15 in every school. And I'm like, okay, so you push too far one way, rational people will push the other way. So no, if we if we want to, uh, if you won't do it from a public standpoint, protect our kids and, and these issues happen, you won't be there when we call you, we're going to do it ourselves. So I think those things, when you push back, like you said, um, there's a, there's an answer we can answer to actually do it ourselves. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, woe unto those that call evil, good and good evil. That's happening mm -hmm. so much. And, um, you know, Alex Jones, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, he got in a lot of trouble because he said, you know, there were some of this sort of elements at that, at that elementary school back mm -hmm. East. Right. Right. That was, there was a lot of, um, sort of, um, you know, any rate, he, he had the right to say whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I kind of actually do hope that that gets up to the Supreme court because they'll probably, you know, basically give him back. And they, they, awarded him like millions, tens of millions of dollars, $10 million. Yeah. But yeah. you know, um, Alex Jones, uh, actually prophesied, uh, back in the nineties that this pandemic thing was going to happen. And, and really? he, a lot of the stuff that this guy's been saying for years is mm -hmm. happening. And so I think the other side recognizes that and they persecute that because, mm -hmm. because the dude is actually hitting something. And, you know, they, they still want to say you're a crazy conspiracy theorist and all this different stuff, but I'm telling you, um, we need to, we need to stand up for that guy, even if it, we don't like what he said about Sandy Hook elementary or whatever, it, it and, was, but what you're, what, what you just said, yeah. honestly, brother was very dangerously close to what he just said. So are you ready to get sued? And this is it. What, what these are is what people actually are doing. They're pushing back to the point and saying, we're going to protect our kids. School districts at local control are making choices to secure their schools. Um, th this is, I think it's fantastic. So this huh? deal about local, you know, mm -hmm. you're really, you're really right on this, bro. Because uh, I was at a picnic earlier this week and Bill Boyce is a Kent City Councilman running for state Senate here in the 47th district in, in uh, Western Washington over here. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's a black guy, uh, conservative uh, Republican. And he said that the Kent City Council just passed an ordinance that says, if you're doing drugs on the street, we will arrest you and put you in jail, period. Now that okay. goes against state and all this stuff. He goes, it goes against the state, but see what we need to do that. We need to say, we don't care. In our city, you don't do that. Right. Right. We've been elected to represent our people in our city. And our talking city. Of, talking us. to Vincent, Vincent Cavallari, who is running for Congress in the first congressional district up north. Mm -hmm. He he is a Mill Creek City Councilman. He says their deputies are also under orders to arrest criminals, to pursue them, to arrest a drug users that are openly doing it on the street get him in jail. Well, maybe mm -hmm. they're only in jail for two or three days, he says, but he says, you know what? That's two or three days. They're not on the street doing mayhem. 
And mm-hmm. so even if they let them out, we're going to keep arresting them, putting them back in, arresting them, putting back in. And see, this is a this is a local level. See, this is what we need to do. We need to tell the state, no, you don't have any say in this. And mm-hmm. that see the communist way, the Marxist way, the socialist way is top down. The mm-hmm. big guy up on top is in charge. That's Joe Biden, if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is da- top down. But, you know, the, the, the three little words in the U.S. Constitution is how it really is. We, the people, we're mm-hmm. in charge. They're not in charge. There's a lot more of us than there's of them, although the federal government is way, way too big and employs way too many way people. Way too big. But, but to your yeah, to your point, the, the separation of the powers, the the legislative branch, the judicial branch, and the uh, executive branch. The executive branch was never supposed to have this kind of power through the administrative state, through the IRS, through the uh, D, uh, the Homeland Security, all those different things, all subject to the executive's order. You know, yes, they get funding from Congress, but there's a lot more power now directed uh, at the whim of that person in charge. So it's we've got to rein that back. Uh, it's never intended it's to one be of those. Absolutely. And you're just, again, yep. I don't know what, what it is, but you're just so right on today, brother. I, I guess, I, I guess that it can happen. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, one of the things that we can do when we take the Congress, we take the U S house, let's say we, let's say Mitch McConnell, uh, you know, keeps these conservative senators from getting elected, which he's not going to be able to do. Right. But the house of representatives is the budget. They mm-hmm. are the purse strings. We can put the White House under siege. We can cut your funding, cut your funding, cut your funding. And what you don't have no money, you don't got no power. You got no money, you got no bullets, you got no guns, you got nothing, right? And so um, we have to be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also need to win uh, in November, brother. We do need to win in November. <laughs> I have an idea. This is me not going to Congress this time, but I'm, I'm supporting you and I'll be there with you. Um the 87,000 IRS agents, the money spent to hire them. Um, when you get elected in November, let's just put a stop to that. Yeah, just enough. defund it. Well, defund it. And if you want to, if, it, if the money's already spent, divert it for the Border Patrol. Divert it towards building a Southern Wall. Whatever it may be, uh, things that actually matter to keep us safe. So, Yeah, you know. well, we just, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, nothing that's done can't be undone. Yep. I think the Supreme Court maybe showed us that with uh, the Dobbs decision. Yes. Just saying. Yep. yep. And uh, God can do it in a day. And there's, that's not just, you know, that's one of like 10 amazing Supreme Court decisions. And we should all send Donald Trump a thank you card yes. for his three great justices because they're making decisions and passing, um, you know, rulings, judicial yeah. rulings that support this constitution of the United States and this constitution is great. This is a great constitution. And you know, why is America great brother? It's a great because nowhere else in human history has the individual person been unleashed to be as creative and as, as you know, work hard and to get the benefit and the fruit of their labor than any other nation in history that they call it the American experiment. They call it American mm-hmm. exceptionalism. These different things. America is strong, not because it's evil, but because it's good. We've done more to elevate every person from every race. Have we made mistakes? Absolutely. Have we misstepped? Absolutely. But you know, America's always been willing to correct their mistakes. And that's mm-hmm. where these socialists and these Democrats, 
they're like they're like the devil, brother. They're the accuser of the brethren. They want to mm-hmm. point out every fault. I mean, I, I even if I was a Democrat, I'd be getting sick of this. You're evil because you're white. I mean, that's such a racist statement. That's a racist statement from a racist party and a racist person. I you're, think it's you know, interesting Even too. Martin Luther King Jr. said, we judge people by the content of their character, their character. not the color yeah. of their skin. Now, if you identify, to use that word from the left here, but you're born here. These are people that were born here under the, under the blessings of those that came before them in this nation. And they want to point fingers. And yet, like, wait, you're a recipient of the blessings and the pain and the blood, sweat, and tears that were shed for this great nation. And as, as you said, too, this is the only one uniquely like it that uh, unleashed the American spirit, unleashed the human spirit, if you will, to take risk and reward and own things and be able to defend things and so forth goes on to, but it's also the only one that we know of besides um, Judea and Israel, right? This basic, that was founded on biblical principles. Our founding forefathers wanted religious freedom, but they go, no, no, there's principles at work. These 10 commandments, we were divinely created. We were this, we had no reason. There was, the, America is a miracle, absolute miracle. George Washington talked about, they all did, it's by divine providence that we're here. We shouldn't have been able to beat the largest army in the world at the time, but we did. You know, with a small ragtag army, if you will, with barely funded, freezing feet and the whole bit. So in that instance, let's put uh, founding our principles, our freedoms on God's word. I mean, there's so much evidence of that, brother. And so I think those two things allowed this nation to be great, but it's not because of who we are, like anything. It's because of who God is, right? So good. go back to our principles. It's it's it, go back. It's it's uh, when God says, "Love God with our whole heart, our strength, and soul, and our neighbor as ourselves." That's the core of the gospel. It's the core of America too. When they when they were um, writing the Constitution, when they were debating the Constitution and trying to get figure out how to set up the government, they pulled a verse from Isaiah that said, "The Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king." Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, only God is good enough to handle all three of those jobs. And so we will do separation of powers so that we can make sure there's a balance in government. Only God could be all three, right? So right. in in uh, Soviet Russia in the 1930s and 40s, Stalin was the judge. Stalin was the lawgiver and Stalin was the king. And look at the the millions and millions of people that were killed. You know, mm-hmm. in Nazi Germany, Hitler was the judge. Hitler was the lawgiver. Hitler was the um, the king, the right. fuhrer, right? right? And look at mm-hmm. the millions and millions of people that have died. And so the Americans said, no, we will have a separate executive branch and we will have a separate lawgiving branch and we will have a separate justice branch. And what's happened is because of unfortunately because of apathy or because of of being wrongly brought up like we used to learn civics and things like Mm -hmm. that the kids are not learning that stuff anymore we get back to that and we've allowed the left and the establishment to take over the justice wing the doj the 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 courts etc we've allowed the left now to to actually steal the executive and we've allowed the left to run judges and we won't run our Lawyers won't run as judges. They won't run. We have, you know, here in Washington state, we have an entire Supreme court, all leftists because nobody, and they're none of them challenged in this election. None of them, Marty, mm-hmm. not a single one with an opponent 
And that has to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if I, if I run my law practice will be destroyed and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, then destroy it. Mm-hmm. Then do what you need to do. You know, in the, in the uh, declaration of independence, they said to this end, they pledged their lives, their fortunes and their sacred honor. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they gave everything they had. Many of the signers, of the declaration of independence lost everything they had like the next day because the British were camped next to their estates. Right. And, and so these weren't just idle words, you know, and people that, that put their, their name on the line and, and uh, go fight, you know, enlist and stuff like that. Th- these people, you know, they're giving everything so mm-hmm. that you can have this. And then we're afraid that someone's going to speak bad to us on Twitter. They're going to post a, t- you know, they're going to boycott our business or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to meet this with forcefulness. The The Bible actually says the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. And they're talking about, he's talking about a violent faith. He's talking mm-hmm. about a radical faith that says, I don't care what I lose. I mean, even, um, Herodias even lifted John's head off. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he was willing to lose his head. He never backed off that. He never said, Oh, I was, I made a mistake and it's okay for you guys to be married or whatever. Right. He never did that. Right. He died for what he said. He says, right is right. Wrong is wrong. Exactly. Right. And so, um, you know, God's not asking us to do that. I think that if we will stand and if we will be counted, that God will show up and help us. But even if he doesn't, I'm not bowing my knee to tyranny. Amen. So speaking of tyranny, I want to just want to bring this up. Um, we saw, we remember about, about a month or two ago, there were a big uproar. It was during the Glenn Youngkin election where uh, Merrick Garland, working with the teachers union and, and the White House, basically declared the parents that showed up to school board meetings were domestic terrorists, right? To put them yeah. on a watch list, right? Yeah. And then we saw a couple of weeks ago, um, the uh, Project Veritas um, found an internal document with the FBI. Did you see this story? Matt Shea did a story, uh, a, a segment on it as well. Yeah, I heard the story. Found, yeah, they found an internal document that basically said that we have to watch out for these militia violent extremists. So it sounds really scary. So it's like, you know, it says it equates it to Ruby Ridge, Waco, and Timothy McVeigh. Big things. So what, how do you fall into this, this grouping, if you will, if you support the second amendment, your, your right to keep and bear arms, which is like all conservatives. If you believe there's a higher power. Whether you believe there's a higher power. If you have revolutionary war imagery, oh, like a Betsy Ross flag or a Gadsden flag. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So literally conservatives in a nutshell that believe in freedom, that talk about the fact that we, that um, we won our freedom by fighting a tyrannical government. We don't want to return to that. You know, we're being labeled by the FBI in the internal memos as militia violent extremists. And so this goes along with the raid on Mar-a-Lago. It's all about intimidation and fear. And what Doug's saying is, don't listen to it. This is all a scare tactic to have us comply to the tyrannical uh, reign of power, basically. They've already shown that these are tests, as Doug was saying too before, how much will we comply with? And we have to show them no more, no more compliance. We're pushing back. You know, Doug and I know. Merrick Garland comes out and he's a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I, you know, we did this raid on Mar-a-Lago. It was all legal, 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 legal. They're all, all of a sudden they're all about the law, the law, the law, unless it's people coming over the border. 
Exactly. Unless it's unless it's a uh, BLM burning down cities. Only right? if it's to protect themselves, right? That's right. It. Yeah. And then, um, oh, but we're the victim. Oh, the FBI's are under threat. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? You guys are threatened. So um, the same group I, that wants I, to I asked, my, police, I asked, right? uh, I asked yeah. some people I know. I said, "Is it legit, or are they just saying that? And they're like they're just saying that. Nobody's threatening the FBI. FBI. They're acting. Yeah. It's again, it false flags, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is all getting people to react. So you have the political left, the the left, the mainstream media, if you will, say left stream, mainstream, whatever, that are parroting these things that it's perfectly legal. And what do you have to hide? We've heard all these. Uh, statements before, but hopefully our listeners and people are waking up and saying, you've lied to me before. You lied to me again. You're lying to me now. Therefore, we're not going to listen to you. You're not going to be fearful. In fact, 365 times throughout the Bible, fear not, right? We're not supposed to fear. We're supposed to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves, right? When we push back, we do so in the ballot box. We do so by getting engaged. We do so like we said it before, but when you see that they told us, oh, we're not doing this. We backed off. We're not calling parents domestic terrorists. And yet they still have an internal memo for those that are conservative. This is really, you know, akin to 2016, no, 2008, 2010 with Obama, um, but worse. Worse now, as we talked before in the show about the weaponizing of the IRS agent, doubling. Well, how do you tell when had. the Department of Justice is, is lying, lying, right? And their lips are moving, lips right? <laughs> but they're doing so many things that, just we couldn't believe would actually be done, but we have to start believing that they have ill intent. They don't want to keep us safe. They want more power, and they're doing everything they can to get more power. And even though Miss power because they're about ready to lose it, brother. That's exactly this, right. This is this is a desperate move by yes. a desperate political party. Um, the thing that's you know obviously in my craw the most is of course the their ability to um, manipulate our election system uh-huh. and um, you know with the technology and of course we have the surveillance society the fact that you know there's actually within that same article about um, or in that group of articles about um, Apple's uh, vulnerabilities what we started the program with is an app that can keep the government from searching your phone and I'm like okay so why would they even say that? Right. Unless it's not, unless so, so they're tracking us, they're listening to us. They're, they're doing these things. And uh, obviously they're, you know, listening to Doug and Marty versus the world, which is what you're listening to right now. And, um, and, but what I'm saying is that the things that we can do, and I, I make the joke cause I heard this guy say it, you know, I watch Tucker every night. I bought the pillow, you know, there's more that you can do. You can give money to political candidates. You can Mm. volunteer for campaigns. You can run yourself. You can stand up and say, this is what the Bible says. There's a brilliant video of Woody Allen interviewing Billy Graham from the the set in the 1970s, Woody Allen for a very short time. Uh, The failed comedian Woody Allen, as Trump would say, um, was talking about trying to get, um, Billy Billy Graham Graham to to say, Oh, you know, it's okay to sleep with your girlfriend or whatever. And Billy Graham's going, it's not me. The Bible says, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't, you know, you don't want to do this. The Bible says this, the Bible says that. So we've got to get back to the Bible people. Mm -hmm. You got to say, you know, the Bible says, and it might be Mm -hmm. scary to say the Bible says that homosexual homosexuals won't inherit the kingdom of God. Right. So now Mm -hmm. they can still repent. You know, mm-hmm. the Bible says that a man shouldn't wear a woman's clothes, right? right. This this uh, 80-year-old lady up here in, uh, what was that, Gig Harbor, I think, the YMCA, mm-hmm. uh, that got banned because she doesn't like a dude 
in her bathroom in the in the, the locker room right and they're like so they ban her and he can just take his man parts and go in, in there the little girls in there changing and stuff like that and they gotta they get you know this is like boycott the why shut the right. why down it's done right. you're done right. if that's what you're gonna do then go out of business you know be, become a trans you know, trans tranny club or whatever, but don't, don't try to tell us that you're the young women's Christian association. Cause you're not Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're, um, we're getting into a place now. Well, I don't want to be a hater. You, you know what? God hates sin every day. Sin, yep. sin every day. That's what the Bible says. He don't like it. You know, why does God hate sin brother? Do you know why? It because hurts he us. loves us. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he loves us. He doesn't want us to hurt ourselves. Right. So it's like, don't play with fire. You know, don't play right. in the freeway. Right. You know, think about the, you know, think about the boundaries and why they're there. Why is there a speed limit? Right. So we don't mm-hmm. freaking kill ourselves on the freeway. Right. 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 Well, sowing and reaping, right? If he said we're sowing sin, we're going to reap this, the, the consequences of sin. He didn't want that for us. He wants eternal life with us. He wants us to have the blessings of being in relationship and alignment with him. And we, and we lose out on that and we allow the enemy to enter into our lives and ourselves and the damages. So he's like, God wants us not to be there. He, he gives us these guidelines, these, these boundaries, if you will, to help us, to bless us, right? Jeremiah 29, 11, to give us a future and a hope, brother. So, and the promises are true, but if we're in sin and not repentant of it, uh, we're blocked. So we, we don't want that. He doesn't want that. You know, um, the Bible has a lot to say about sexual sin, mm-hmm. especially in uh, first, second Corinthians, but it talks about no, the other, all the other sins are outside of the body, but the, the sexual sin is actually like within us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and so obviously this is something that we've been dealing with for the last couple of thousand years that sexual mm-hmm. sin can get into the church and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, um, a lot of people, so I just celebrated my 40th wedding anniversary here uh, a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of people are like, whoa, that's great. And everything else, you know, well, we said when we, before we got married, we said, we won't talk about the D word. Right. And we will always work it out. And we are, you know, as long as we both shall live or until death do us part, whatever. Right. As long as we both shall live. And, you know, within that context, uh, sex is great, dude. It's awesome because where you, 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 you know, you use that to build a fire that, that warms the, the, you know, five kids later. Right. And all this stuff. Right. And all the stuff and all the joy of it. And it's, and I don't have to worry about monkey pox or gonorrhea or chlamydia or any of that kind of stuff. Right. I don't got to worry about, uh, herpes and, and all these other things. I don't got to worry about unwanted pregnancies and, and, um, all this stuff that goes with that. Right. Right. We, but we, 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 we're still allowing the government to say, oh, you know, whatever you want goes consequence free, but it's not consequence free. And the Lord said the wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. And, and so we need to repent of that. And we just need to say no. And, you know, if you're having trouble with self-control, Corinthians talks about that too. It says, get married. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Charlie Kirk, uh, yep. Turning Point USA. We went to that great event last uh, December. Yep. America Fest. Yep. And um, what did he say? He told those kids, get married young. Yep. Get married young. Why? Because then you're not going to be as likely to fall into this, you know, stuff. And, and the sex trap. You know, mm-hmm. is like the drug trap. Testosterone and estrogen are powerful, powerful chemicals powerful. in our bodies. Yep. Yep. And they will cause us to do crazy stuff. Just go hunting, 
in uh, November when the rut's on for the the deer. Those those <laughs> those deer are doing crazy stuff. They're a lot easier to shoot. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the same with us. When we do crazy stuff, we're a lot easier to kill as well. And of course, the devil wants you quiet so he can pull you into a corner and kill you. But don't be quiet. Don't go quietly. Mario Murillo has a great new book. Says don't go quietly. Great book. Read that. Uh, Sean Foyt's new book, Bold, is awesome. There's some really good stuff out there. Let's remember that we have a part to play, that you're not over there somewhere off on the side. You are in the center of God's will. You are part of God's plan, and he has a call on your life. Amen. Everybody can say amen. Amen. Well, you're brother. listening amen. to Doug and Marty versus the world. My name is Doug Bassler, and amen. we want to, we want to remind you to go to DougAndMarty.com. Stuff, good stuff happens at DougAndMarty.com, right, brother? That's right, it does. God bless everybody. We'll see you next week or talk to you next week. Yeah, man. That, and that's uh, that's my friend Marty over there. Yep. I, I kind of <laughs> cut him off. Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler here. We love you. Doug and Marty versus the world. See you next week. God bless. Bye-bye.